The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Sunday, February 22nd, 2015, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. Listeners, please welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo, rising gay adult star and Falcon Studios group exclusive, Johnny V. Welcome to the show, Johnny V. Thank you, Poppy. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, You certainly have been taking the adult industry by storm. You should be very proud. I am very proud. I've I've been told this a few times. I still don't believe it. So <laughs> you're kind of like doing the damn thing, man. Well, I guess so. I mean, I guess I'm doing something right, right? <laughs> exactly, Johnny V, the new breed of power bottom. <laughs> I love how everybody's saying that. I'm the new blonde bombshell power bottom. <laughs> oh, look at you, bombshell and everything. <laughs> I've heard many things. <laughs> Sounds good. Johnny V. Monroe. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> Probably not. Maybe. No. Yes. <laughs> so uh, let's jump into the interview. And typically, I like to get stats out the way. Because for the most part, the listeners and your fans out there, they haven't had the chance to see you in person. They only get to see you in the pictures that they've seen, in the scenes. You know, Because nowadays, you can watch scenes on your TV, computer, mobile devices. So let's get some of your physical stats. What's your height and weight? Well, I'm 5'11", 185 pounds at the moment. At least I think I am. <laughs> I haven't gotten on that scale in a while. Okay, close enough. Mm-hmm. What's your ethnicity? Um, I'm well. I'm white, but I uh, I'm Italian and Polish. Okay, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. What's your zodiac sign? I am an Aries, the Ram. <laughs> All right, and uh, how old are you? Uh, currently 29. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So let's chat a bit about the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from? Originally I'm from uh, the, God, I want to say the south southwest suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. All right, Chi-Town. Yes, sir. <laughs> what was life like growing up for Johnny V before he was Johnny V? You know, Johnny V as a, as a kid, as an adolescent... Um, God, I, if you met me years ago, I mean, I'm just like, I was totally, totally like, what's the word I'm looking for? Totally like an angel, I guess. I was, you know, I, I, I wasn't, I was, you know, clean cut kid, always had a full time job. I played sports all my life. Um, 
the big baseball uh, player. Um, but I was very vanilla. That's the word I was looking for. Um, and I can't, I mean, I compare myself then to now and I just, I, I've completely done like a 180. <laughs> you joined the dark side. Yeah, I did, so to speak. I mean, I, I can't even, my parents don't even know what I do. My, two of my brothers know. So it's just kind of, it's kind of cool looking at that aspect. <laughs> okay, interesting. Yes. So when did you first realize your attraction to men? Um, oh God, I'd have to say the transition from grade school to high school. Okay. So probably about like maybe 15, 16, but I always kept to myself. I just, you know, it wasn't like, I felt like it wasn't safe for me to, you know, say it. I wasn't comfortable with myself. That's what I'm trying to say. Cause I had a hard time with the gay card and all that coming from an Italian background and you know, my father's like this short, like stocky Italian. So it was kind of hard. It was kind of hard for me personally. But um, yeah, I'd have to say that transition from grade school to high school is where I, I started, you know, knowing that I liked guys. Mm-hmm. And did you have that uh, what's known as, I guess, the stereotypical coming out moment, that moment when you uh, announced to family, friends, loved ones that you were gay? My I, I, my coming out experience is kind of crazy. <laughs> so my brothers, my brothers knew ahead of the ball game. They've asked, they've had asked me and I told them and they were totally cool with it, which was awesome because I have, you know, I had my brother's acceptance. Everything was cool. Um, then I ended up, it was Christmas Eve, uh, I'd say about three years ago. Um, so that would make me what, 20, 20, 26 years old and Christmas Eve, um, trying to think we were, I, I was doing shots of Jack Daniels with my brother, my youngest brother and you know, we have a big family dinner on Christmas Eve. It's just immediate family. My dad orders platters and stuff like that. Um, we were at the table. I was getting, I got into a conversation, sort of like an argument with my sister-in-law. And my mother actually defended her. And I, I thought, I mean, she was in the wrong, in my opinion. I can't even tell you what the conversation was, but... We got into it, and my mom defended her, and I was I was intoxicated, and everyone started getting down on me. My mother, my sister-in-law, so I ended up just saying, you know what, fuck it. I might as well just tell you guys that I am gay, I'm a big fag. <laughs> That's how I came out to them. But then I, I got emotional. I ran to my bedroom, my old bedroom at my parents' house, and I punched a hole through the door. Wow. Yeah, I had a really, I mean, it was the booze. Yeah. But I ended up coming out that way because it was more of me frustrated with myself because, you know, it was it was a struggle for me, you know. Um, I didn't want my, my father to think any less of me. That was the, the truth behind the matter. But I, it just came out, I reacted in an angry manner. 
So my dad came running to the bathroom then, and he told me he he opened the door. He said, "What's going on?" He said, "What's going on with you?" He said, "Why are you why are you ruining my house?" <laughs> so I said, "I don't know. I just don't want you to you know think any less of me." And I was crying my eyes out. And he um he's like, "I don't think any less of you." He doesn't agree with my lifestyle. He told me, but he loves me. I'm his son, and I'll always be his son. So that was good. Christmas Day was kind of awkward then. <laughs> and I I had a boyfriend for, you know, two, three, three. I was with my boyfriend of four and a half years now at that point. And, you know, I said, I might as well tell you I'm, I've been in a relationship with um, my boyfriend and Joey D. And it just kind of all came out. But Christmas Day was kind of, you know, it was weird. It was quiet. People were quiet. It was just kind of awkward. <laughs> But everybody's cool with it now. I mean, my dad is extremely cool with it. He loves my boyfriend, and it's it's awesome. Yeah, that's the important part. Yeah, so everything's cool, but it was just rough for me. I believe it. Yeah. That crazy Italian side came out. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. What were you doing with your life prior to entering the gay adult industry? Oh God, I was, I'm, I was always the type of person that had a full-time job. So prior to the gay industry, um, I was working for a international freight forwarding company. So I basically had a cubicle job. I was like the, the a lead for my customer service team. And, um, yeah, I was, you know, I was scheduling pickups. I did it from A to Z. I was shipping things overseas. I strictly did international shipping. So, but that got old. I mean, I did that for about 10, 11 years. And I just, I got tired of it. I I was under stress. I was dreading going into work every day towards the end. I was training for a bodybuilding competition. So I was carb depleted. I just ended up quitting, you know? Because I did the reverse commute on top of it. I would drive from the city to the suburbs. And I, I wasn't getting paid enough. So I said, you know what? This is a no-brainer. I'm tired of this. I don't have the personality for a cubicle. I said, forget it. I'm going to explore other territories. Mm-hmm. So I quit. And I just kind of jumped into the industry. So quite interesting. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about that transition. Because obviously you were working in a very non-adult industry. How did you make that transition into the adult industry? Well, I my I was actually while I was doing the freight forwarding, I my whole segue started with the webcaming. Um me and my boyfriend, you know, we joined a few webcam sites. We were webcaming for a while and we used to do it in the same room, but we'd be on separate accounts and That's sort of where I got a feeling for, you know, yeah, I like watching myself perform. It kind of turns me on. But this goes back even further. When I was younger, I I was like addicted to porn. Like I would always be in my parents' basement looking at porn. Like on the computer, I would look at a bunch of shit. And it was just... I don't know. I've always felt that I could do better (laughs) than some of these actors. And I don't mean to say that and get down on anybody. But, you know, 
I, I would look for a specific porn that I liked and I had a hard time finding it. So I said, you know, maybe I can create this porn later on in life. And it just kind of happened. I was always, but when I was younger, I was very timid and shy about my body. And, you know, I started bodybuilding then and I felt very confident with my body. So that's when I jumped into the industry. I said, you know what? I'm comfortable with myself. My boyfriend supports this you know, me exploring, you know, this industry. So I said, you know, let me try it out. And so that's what I did. But that's, you know, the segue all started with the cam, the cam shows and showing off and jerking off on cam and all this stuff. Okay. So how long in total would you say that you've been in the gay adult industry? Oh God. Well, I would consider the camming industry the adult industry too. So I would mm-hmm. say I started that about four or five years ago. So I'd say like about five years I've been in the industry overall. Okay. And, but working with the major studios? The major studios, I actually. Falcon is my first major studio I've ever worked for. So I had signed a six-month contract. I just renewed for a year. So I'd say about seven, eight months I've been um, working for a big-name studio. Okay. Congratulations on uh, re-signing for another year. Thank you very much. You're welcome. A name in the adult industry is very important. you got to pick the right name. So how did you come up with your performer name? God, this is a long story, and everyone asks me all these questions. This all this question all the time. <laughs> it's one of my favorite questions because I love going into like why a performer picks a, a specific name. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I will tell you this. I'll start out with this. the The name Johnny V comes from John Varvatos, basically. Um, I I used to work at a gay bar up north from where I live right now in the city. And one of my buddies told me some crazy story about how his girlfriend at the time, they were, I guess they were having relations at the time. And he was telling me this story. He said, I ran out of lube. I didn't have any lubrication. So I said, okay. So he's like, the closest thing to lube that I had was John Varvato's scented lotion. So he said he used that to lube up his dick and they had sex with that. So I was like, Okay, so he he was like, he had that nickname, they would call him Johnny V, but he, I was the only person he shared that story with at the bar. So he sort of, he sort of started calling me Johnny V, just out of the blue, and I, it kind of stuck, and that's when I was starting the cam industry, so I, it, I just said, you know what, I'm going to use Johnny V, you know? So it's just kind of weird how he started calling me Johnny V, even mm-hmm. though the story was, you know. Maybe subconsciously he, he thinks of you as his uh, lubricant. <laughs> Could be. Maybe. He was quite questionable, even though he had a girlfriend. <laughs> See, that was, you should have, you know, that was an idea, you know, for for something. He was like trying, he was like putting signs out there. He was like, hook me up with something. I know, right? He was, he's still questionable to this day, that guy. <laughs> so, I mean, that's where it all came from. And I mean, I'm Italian, so Johnny V's kind of, you know, Italian and whatnot. So I just went with it. And it's stuck ever since the camming. And I said, you know what? I have a big following now off of Johnny V, so I might as well just go with it. Exactly. So that's the name I used for, you know, getting into the adult industry as well. Sounds good. I like the name. 
Yeah, it fits. You. You're I welcome. Thank you. <laughs> let's talk about the first time you were on cam. Obviously, you started camming. So uh, let's talk about that. What was that first experience like for you being on camera, having all these people watching you live as uh, you're doing uh, certain things uh, that uh, maybe you had never had an audience for before? <laughs> well, I will tell you, I I slowly segued into the camming industry. Um, the first website I worked for was camwithhim.com. And that was basically just like a muscle worship like websites it, it was you know it was more muscle related meaning i didn't have to get naked i didn't have to you know i take off my shirt and flex and that's that's the type of content that that website you know i was able to offer that website and what that website offers you know their customers um i'm trying to think um, from there, God, I'm on so many campsites, I can't even tell you now. From there, it went, I guess, Cam with Him, which is owned by SNR Productions. They owned a nude website. So I ended up segueing into that, and I was kind of nervous doing that because I wasn't sure I wanted to actually get into that. But I started doing it, I started making money. People liked me. I, you know. I built a good, you know, following and it just kind of all came into its own. But, you know, it's easy to, you know, this specific site, the, you couldn't see the other person. So it was just like me performing. I was watching myself perform. Um, and these people would talk to me, you know, via text. They'd be typing to me. So, I mean, it was, it was, I... I felt comfortable doing it, you know? Nobody, I knew people were watching, but I didn't see them. Now, nowadays, I don't really care if the other, if I could see the other person. I, I prefer to see the other person on the other end of the camera. You know, some of them don't like to show themselves, which is cool. I respect that, you know? But that's, that's how it all happened. <clears throat> okay, so let's talk about the transition from you being basically at home camming so now you're on set. You're with a major gay production powerhouse studio, and you're having hardcore sex on screen. You're now you're not just fucking for like the web. You're fucking in front of, you know, the the director, the the camera people, and whoever else is on set. I oh man, I will tell you this. I had done a solo a solo scene for another website prior to getting prior to you know working with Falcon. It was legendmen.com. That kind of made me feel more comfortable. It was just it was a few solos. It was a series of solos, maybe I'd say about four solos. Um which was cool. It was very it was after that experience it was very liberating for me. I you know, I was I was filming in Hawaii. Um, I was there for a week, and it was just, it was a liberating experience. I was naked half the time. Very fancy Hawaii. Yeah, it was It was amazing. I couldn't pass up the opportunity. I said, okay, it's a solo. No big deal. It's, it's just like camming. That's how I compared it, what I compared it to. So I did this this series of solos, and from there I just said, you know what? I want to I I try something 
I want to go deeper into this industry. I want to try something, you know. I actually had a fear a fear of having relations on on screen, on the big screen. I had a fear of it. Mm-hmm. You and thought I you would die? Of, what? No, I'm just teasing. I was like, you thought you were going to die? <laughs> no, no. I just had a fear of it. I was like, you know, when I was first coming out, I related to this. When I was first coming out in life, you know, as a gay male, I, I, I jumped into working at the gay bars right away. I just jumped in. You know, sometimes when people face their fears, they jump into something to get over right away. You know, it's like throwing someone, throwing a child into a pool, you know, get over the fear of, you know, the water. But um, I just kind of threw myself in. I said, I want to try this. But it was very nerve wracking for me. You know, I was like, you know, what if something happens? You know, is this safe? You know, but. My first scene I did was with Ryan Rose, who is totally awesome. I really hit it off with him. He's a Chicago native himself, which I didn't know until I met him. Um, and I worked with an awesome director, Tony DeMarco. He's still my favorite director. He's the first guy I ever worked with. Um, everybody was very nice at Falcon. Uh, Kent Taylor, the photographer, everybody was very welcoming. I felt like, you know, I felt that it was like a family thing. It felt very comfortable, like it was a family, you know, situation. And I guess I I put a hell of a performance on where they offered me a contract, which I'm very thankful for. But, um, I mean, I got over that hump. Ryan Rose kind of helped me out, you know. It was just, it was a very comforting situation. Mm-hmm. So, so you could say Ryan Rose humped you to get over your hump. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> he totally did. <laughs> okay. Now, well, you, you mentioned your relationship. So yes. I've got to ask, how, what was that conversation like? Because I'm sure, you know, being in a relationship, you got to be like, babe... I want to do this. What do you think? <laughs> that is all a blur to me. It's so funny because we I was afraid to ask him because I didn't I didn't want him to think any less of me. And I sort of felt dirty in a sense. And I use quotations with dirty. Um I just kind of felt like I was exploring my more sexual side and I don't know. I just, something inside of me wanted to do it. And I just, we ended up talking about it and he was supportive of it. He's, you know, he, he likes to watch. So I was like, okay. And I mean, him and I have had a handful of three ways and, you know, we just played around and I'm very comfortable. I would never do that prior to this relationship. He kind of, my boyfriend kind of opened up the door for me. He opened up my dark side. I blame him for it. I always give him crap about it. Because before I met him, I didn't know about, you know, I didn't know half of the shit I know today. You know, I never had used a dildo. I have, I never, you know, screwed around with a third party. I was very close-knit relationship with my boyfriends prior to him. 
But I didn't really have that many boyfriends. I had like one boy, one major boyfriend prior to him, and he just kind of opened up the door for me to exploring different territories, you know. So, I mean, I played a lot with him, and he just, he was supportive of it. I mean, we've had three-way relations, you know, which is not that often. It, he likes to watch, you know. So, that kind of segued into, you know, okay, well, are you okay with me, you know, going to the big screen and trying, exploring this? And he was he was okay with that. Step coming to the dark side. Yeah, that's how it was. I was like, uh, you know, it's his fault. I blame him. <laughs> there you go. Next <laughs> up, we'll get you on like the the fetish force website or something. Oh no! See, I won't do that. That's why I draw the line. Okay. <laughs> no, my like boy- no rose budding for you. No, my okay. boyfriend. That's funny because my boyfriend's into that, but you know, I. I've played around with him, but I it's it's not my thing, really. I mean, I've tried certain things, but it's not really my thing. It doesn't it doesn't necessarily feel good for me all the time. But um he's into that, but I I will never do that on on the big screen. I okay. I have I have certain certain territories that I won't cross, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. What turns you on the most and what turns you off the most when you're on set? Oh. Well, oh, wow. God, that's a good question. The thing that turns me on the most when I'm on set, I don't know. I mean, it helps when the other actor is when I'm sexually attracted to the other actor, to my co-star. Um, I mean... I've had a pretty good run, you know. I'm I'm asked. They ask me ahead of time when you're an exclusive. They they ask. They say, you know, who are you into? Some of the directors contact me directly, and they're like, you know, I'm filming this movie next month. What what? Who are you into? Who would you like to film with? And I get nervous because I don't want to like, I don't want to be like, oh my god, I want this guy, this guy, and this guy, and sound like this big slut, but. You know, I tell I I've maybe told them who I've been into a handful of times, um, but that definitely helps when you're into the your your partner when you're into your co-star, um, and when your co-star is actually you know into you, you know it's like a joint thing. <clears throat> but that really turns me on. It turns me on when you're you know. The co-star keeps you stimulated. Like, you know, they get it. You know, you're supposed to, like, we warm up before the scene. And, you know, some guys are a little timid and they don't want to warm up before the scene. And they just want to stick it in. And I'm like, you know what? This is not cool. This does not feel well. You didn't even warm me up. That turns me off big time. You know, when some of these other actors overact and they just want to pound the hell out of you. And in a sense... You know, they want to just tear you open. And I'm like, you know, whoa, wait a minute. I'm not an object. I'm a human being. You know, don't just come at me and start going to town, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that really turns me off. Some of these actors, they just, I've experienced some actors who will remain nameless, who've been in the business for a while. And they just want to come and get get a paycheck and leave. 
Mm-mm. I've got that vibe from people. That turns me off, and it's just kind of like, okay, if you're just coming to collect the paycheck, don't be, you know, don't be a jerk to me about it. So yeah. I've had I've had that experience maybe like once, but you know, it is what it is. Hey, some of these guys are in the industry. I get it. I understand. It's a lot of work. It's not like, oh yeah, let's come on set, have sex, get it over with. It's not all. It's not all fun and games. It's not all easy. You know, it's a lot of work. They're long days sometimes. So, and that's a turnoff too. I mean, if we're filming for like ten hours, that's it's hard to stay hard and you know get through the scene sometimes. But I'd have to say those are the two. Those are those are my likes and dislikes. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Those are the major ones. <laughs> you want to go home in one piece. You don't want them to, like, split you open. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, Jesus, I'm not an object, you know? I'm not a, a fleshlight that you can just tear open. <laughs> right? So, yeah, it's just, you know. <sighs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> I want to break a porn scene down with you. Okay. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most, giving or receiving oral? I'm. I've always been a giver. That's a, a no-brainer. I'm. I. I enjoy giving the oral. I'm not too much. You know, like oh yeah, suck my dick. Um, I mean, it feels good, but I'm more of a giver. I've always been a giver in my all my relationships, and I. I suck really good dick, so I. You're you're a head doctor. Yes, I, I like to. I like to give head. <laughs> Johnny V. The dickologist. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> With a degree in fellatio. <laughs> you know that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Is rimming a must? Do you enjoy getting rimmed? You know, the first time I got rimmed, you know, it was obviously off screen with my boyfriend, and it was the best thing in the world. I personally have been chasing that same feeling after that first rim job that I received. I, I, I don't get as much pleasure as I did when I was first getting rimmed, which is, I don't know if that's weird or odd. I really don't know. I haven't had conversations with anybody else about it, but rimming me is a must in order to segue into the, you know, the anal. I mean, that is a must. That warms me up and it kind of helps me feel more relaxed um i actually my boyfriend makes fun of me because i'm like the biggest bottom he's ever met who likes to eat ass because i that's my favorite thing to do Mm -hmm. i could just look i could just look at a butthole and chow down yeah i would just i'm happy just looking at it i don't even have to eat it (laughs) you like it when it winks at you yeah i just like looking at it and I'm a little weird in that retrospect. I like most guys like a smooth asshole. I like a hairy one. Mm-hmm. It's got to have a little hair on it. I mean, it doesn't have to be like a forest, even though I don't mind that. But it's got to have a little hair around the hole. <laughs> there you go. So I'm I'm the the, the bottom who likes to eat ass. <laughs> Some of these directors look at me like I'm crazy. They're like, how do you like to eat ass so much? You're bottom. I'm like, that's what turns me on. That's what gets me off. <laughs> in a scene, what's your favorite sexual position? And does that 
equal or differ from your favorite sexual position in your personal life? My favorite, I would have to say my favorite sexual position on screen and off screen is missionary. I mean, I'm kind of boring in that sense, but I have been, I really do enjoy doggy style as well. I mean, I've really come accustomed to that. Um, but missionary is the way to go. I like to, I like to finish in the missionary position. It, it feels the best. I'm most stimulated in that position. But then again, I've been I've been with guys who've had a dick that curves outwards, and when when we've you know when we were having intercourse and I was bent over doggy style, that seemed to do it for me as well. That really got me off. So I mean, I guess it's a toss up between the two, but I'm so used to missionary, you know, and somebody hitting my G spot that that's what I like the most. I just, and the riding, riding is just too much for me. When I got to ride, you know, reverse cowgirl, when I got to just ride for hours, it's so hard because, you know, I'm a bodybuilder and I, I squat at the gym, my knees are hurting me and they're burning. It's like a workout. So I'd have to say the riding position is my least favorite position, even though all the directors want me to ride it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they want. Ride. They're like, ride, ride. I'm like, oh my God, when are you going to pull out the whip and start whipping me? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and of course, how a scene ends with the pop shot. In a scene, where's your favorite place to shoot your load and where's your favorite place to take a load? You know, I'm, oh, I'm so different from most of these other actors. I... I personally, I like to just shoot my load on me. I, I like to just, you know, cover myself in my load. I mean, I'll, I would definitely come on somebody else's like face or stomach or wherever, but I like shooting my load on myself. That's what I'm always, that's what I'm always like told to do though. It's kind of like, you know, they, the directors ask me, where do you want to like, what's, the best position for you when you come. And I tell them missionary. So I'm really, and being the bottom, you know, that's what we usually end with. Missionary, I do the pop shot on myself and that's it, bada bing, bada boom, you know? Um, some directors want the other party though to come on my face. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm not really cool with that. I'm not really, I don't really want somebody else's you know, come in my mouth or in my eyes or anything. I'm like, okay, you can come on my face, but don't get it in my mouth and don't get it on my eyes. You know, whereas some of these other guys, they, they just want to, they want to take the load in their mouth or whatever. It's just, it's my preference. I really don't care for that, but I don't mind if somebody comes on me, they come on my chest, they come on my stomach, you know, they come on my butt, whatever works. <laughs> Johnny V's not picky. Nah, no, please. I sound picky after that. That <laughs> answer, huh? <laughs> well, not picky in the sense that, well, just as long as it's not in your eye and on yeah, your true. face. True. <laughs> I know. It's, I mean, hey, I don't like to make a mess on my face or anything. And I don't want anybody else's stuff in my mouth. So it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Describe your fuck style. Ooh. My fuck style? Like me giving? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like how... how well, exactly. Well, just in general, like let's say someone's tuning in right now and they've never seen Johnny V have sex on oh. film like how would you describe your style of having sex are you would you consider yourself to be more submissive more aggressive uh, you know that kind of thing you know i'm it's weird because i will say this in my cam shows i'm super aggressive to the point where everybody thinks that i'm a top they're like oh my god yes i want you to dominate me i want to worship your body you have the body of a god i've heard all this stuff and i've been told that i i act like a top in my cam shows but on screen and in real life i'm very submissive i like to receive i'm i'm a good bottom i mean i think i'm a good bottom and you know it's just i i'm more used to bottoming and it's just kind of weird. I've always fallen into this role as a bottom. Um, ever since I, I came out of the closet, you know, people see how I dance at the bars and they're like, okay, you move your hips like a bottom. You walk like a bottom. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I just kind of fell into this category. And I'm very versatile. I like to give as much as I like to receive in real life when I have the opportunity because my boyfriend's a dom top. He constantly wants, I'm the bottom. You know, he's the top. But I get my way every once in a while. But I would describe myself as very, I'm very passionate. You know, I, I like to make out. I love the foreplay. It just helps segue into the sex. You know, it's, it's easier for me to segue into the sex after, you know, the foreplay. You know, it just, it, it's, you know, like a buildup to the actual insertion and the actual, you know, sex. <clears throat> okay. So in your personal life, you consider yourself to be verse. Yes, but I will say I'm, I'm more of a bottom in my personal life. But I like to give every once in a while. So, I mean, I guess that you could consider me verse. <laughs> Okay. But I'm I'm bottoming more than I'm topping, so it kind of that kind of overrules it. Yeah, on screen so far you've been strictly a bottom, as I said, you know, a power bottom. Is there going to be in the future a Johnny V flip flop scene? Maybe there. Is, well, it's already happened, Poppy. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just it hasn't been released yet. It it literally just happened about two weeks ago. Okay. When I was filming, when I was filming in Lake Tahoe for Falcon. and who was this with? This was with Billy Santoro. Oh, okay. Yes. Now he's pretty intense. Did you did you give it as well as as he gave it? Well, I did, but I will tell you, I had a problem. I was nervous to top on screen because you know I've topped in my personal life. It's a it's a lot more work than it is bottoming. It really is. You know, the bottom doesn't always have to be hard, even though, you know, when I watch porns, I, I want to see the bottom hard. But it's not all like fun and games. I've had problems getting hard when I bottomed with certain actors or, you know, or it, it could, you know, could be the weather, the fucking stars, anything. <laughs> the stars aligned. I don't know. But I've had a hard time before. Um, 
But me topping, I think it went pretty, I was going really well for a while, like hardcore style, like pounding Billy Santoro. But then it just kind of died. I don't know if I was getting tired. Well, I know I was getting tired because it was a long day. But I just kind of had to, it just, it kind of went downhill then. And I was like, okay, that's it. That's all you're getting out of me. So then we flipped and then the pop shot came and that was it. (laughs) But that was the first time. That was the first time. It was a lot of work though. So I don't know if I'll be doing that in the future. We'll see. Interesting. Certainly something yeah. for the listeners to look out for. I know, right? Yeah. Some, I, a lot of my fans have been dying to see me top because, you know, a lot of them, like I told you, a lot of them tell me my camp shows, oh, my God, I want you to, you know, I want you to top so bad. You're such a top. You talk like a top. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so they're going to get what, they, what they've been wanting. <laughs> You've had a bunch of really great scenes in the industry thus far in the in the short time that you've been in the adult industry. I mean, you've had phenomenal scenes with Sean Zevran, Jimmy Durano, as you mentioned, Ryan Rose, Joey D, uh, Abraham Al-Malik, Derek Atlas. So my question for you is, who have been your favorites to work with thus far? Oof. Well, I will tell you. Obviously, my boyfriend. That was. Well, you, it was. In- you, like, you, you should. You better say that. Damn it. I know, right? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, my boyfriend. It was. You know, it was. It was a lot easier because you know we've been in a relationship for four and a half years. So it's like, okay, let's let's do this up. Let's embrace this moment on screen. Um, so that was really. I mean, that was an awesome scene that we did. Um. Aside from my boyfriend, I would have to say Ryan Rose. I mean, he was my first on screen. Um, and he taught me. I could always go to him. I feel just very comfortable with him. I go to him for advice and whatnot. Because he's been in the industry a long time. So, um, In addition to him, I really had fun with Jimmy Durano because he just kept me stimulated the entire time. And it was very kosher and, you know... I, I think he's really hot, so that was fun. I'm trying to think. I'd have to say that's those are the you know those are the main ones. Derek Atlas was awesome to work with though too. He he was totally cool. We were BS and offset like when we weren't filming, and he kind of took me under his wing when I went to Vegas because he he lives in Vegas, and I mean. I also had fun with Abraham Al-Malik, too, because he, the scene went so quick. We got everything in. We got it done. It was a beautiful thing. It was maybe like a two-hour scene. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is, this is beautiful. And I had a fun time with him. Even though he speaks very limited English, we still had a good time. Well, yeah, I guess, you know, as long as he knows where to stick it in, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I was I was brushing up on my Spanish skills with him. <laughs> there you go. So, but yeah, those are the main ones. I mean, I had fun with Sebastian Cross this last movie. I just did a scene with him. So he's pretty cool on and off set. So we, yeah, I'd have to say that's those are the main ones that I really had a good time with. Okay. 
thus far, who has possessed the biggest dick that you've had to take on in a scene? Yeah. And now this, if it's different as far as, like, length versus girth, if someone was a little bit more long and someone was a little bit more thick, you can split uh, it up like that. Ah, uh, I would have to say, I will tell you this, the dick that terrified me the most was Nick Capra's. <laughs> Because I thought I was, I thought I wasn't gonna hit it off with Nick at all. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, but he's 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 Italian, just like me. We had conversation offset. He's been in the industry for a while. He he was a joy to work with. Like we really hit it off. We were like two little girls cackling after the scene in my hotel room because we were we were BSing the entire time. Um. But his dick scared me the most because it was so it's it's thick. It's really thick. And I'm like, oh my God. And my hole is so tight that I I was afraid to take that dick. <laughs> but he warmed me up fine. Everything was cool. Um and we it made for a great scene. I mean, I've I haven't even watched it yet. It just came out. Um but his was the one by far that that scared me in both retrospects. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like no 11, 10, 11 inches, but it was a big deck. I was like, holy shit. So that was, he's, he's the only one I could think of that I was terrified going into it, but it worked out all right. <laughs> okay. So no, none of the other dicks scared you. No, I mean, I, no. Not at all. Okay. Mm-mm. I mean, Landon Conrad's was, I, his was the same way. It was kind of, you know, it was kind of thick too, like Nick Capra's. But Nick Capra's was way thicker. I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I could handle this. <laughs> Who haven't you worked with that you're looking forward to working with? You know, who's on your uh, quote-unquote must-do list? God, that is a tough question. I've been over this <laughs> so many times. Come on. I'm sure there are plenty of performers that you want to get banged by. I am so bad with names, and I really, I don't know. It's I'm very, like, timid to say who I want to work with. Um, oh, I'm so bad with names. If the you name. say it, it'll happen. I'll be honest. We've interviewed performers in the past, and they've said that they want to work with people, and it ends up happening. Oh, Jesus. I have to, like, look up the names. I don't even know. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, God, I'm trying to think of his name. It's horrible. I'm so bad with these names. Um, God, he's been in the industry for a while. I'm trying to think. I know one of my choices is... Okay, I I'll tell you right now. I found the two that I I would love to work with. Um, Jesse Santana, I have like this huge crush on, but I don't know if he's still if he's still performing. I have no idea. There's him, and then Tommy Defendi as well. But his his dick kind of scares me. I like it's huge, and I'm kind of like apprehensive about that. But I'd have to say Jesse Santana, Tommy Defendi, and Patty O'Brien. I really have a crush on him. And I've shared some, you know, 
dialogue with him, you know, on Twitter and all this stuff. And I don't know. Those are like the three main ones that okay. I'm really attracted to. I know there's a few other ones, but I can't think of them right now. Watch out now, though. Patty will give you a pound in. I know. I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should say his name. <laughs> but, yeah, that's there's one other. I can't think of his damn name. But I know that he retired from the, the business. I'm trying mm -hmm. to look for him right now. Hmm. I don't know. I would definitely like to work with Brent Everett, but I I really don't think that'll ever happen. I don't even know what his. I know he's you know does a lot of work for his own website, which I tried to get involved in, but they never got back to me. So I don't know. But that's about it. Those are maybe like the four main ones mm -hmm. I'm interested in. Okay. You're a fresh face in the business as far as, um, you know, working with the major studios and performing in hardcore gay adult productions. My question for you is, are there any performers out there that you look up to in the sense that, you know, they have these incredible career trajectories and maybe you hope to achieve similar heights in the adult industry? Oh, God, that's a, that's a good question. Um... I will tell you, I've I have I've had the opportunity of getting close with Trenton Ducati. Um, whenever we're doing like special events, like Hustle Ball this this past year um, in Vegas, and even prior to that, I've had the opportunity to meet him and get to know him. And I really actually met his husband David prior to meeting him, and we kind of hit it off, but. When my boyfriend met Trenton, they kind of hit it off too. And I just kind of feel like close to him. I really like him. I like his attitude. I like his business aspect. Uh, and he's been in the industry for a while. I mean, he has, he, he started Ducati Models, which is his company. And he's, he's, you know, basically a manager in the industry now. And he produces videos as well. And I kind of like, I kind of can see myself doing what he does, you know, later on in the industry. I mean, he knows what's up. He's he's made a lot of contacts in the industry and he likes to work, you know, from what I know of him, he likes to work outside events, you know, aside from the porn industry. You know, like special appearances at clubs and different venues all over the country and even outside of the country. Because he's told me before, you know, I have contacts in China and, you know, other other countries. So I kind of see myself following in his footsteps a little bit. But he's the only one I can think of that I've actually gotten to know. I mean, I always look up to Ryan Rose. He's done a lot in the industry. I know he's got his own website, too. And, you know, I just aspire to be like those two. Those are the two main ones I could tell you that I've really gotten to know and that I could just call or text and they'll, they'll help me out with whatever I need. And I think they're great choices. Yeah, they're awesome. Do you watch your own scenes? Is that something that you try to do or you try to stay away from that? Obviously, your boo must love watching your scenes because he, he loves watching you. But as far as you yourself, 
do you like watching <sighs> yourself? Do I? No, I, I have. I'll tell you, I haven't seen any of my scenes. I have not watched any of them. Part of me wants to, so I could work on becoming a better actor if I need to work on anything. But I don't like watching myself. I have this weird thing. I never enjoyed watching myself on camera. Like I, I don't like the way I sound on camera. I just, I have this like complex from early on, like even prior to the industry. Um, but I don't want to. I don't like to watch myself. I mean, I've seen some snippets. That's that's about it. Um, the only scene I think I'll really watch the entire scene is the one of me and my boyfriend. Uh, but that hasn't. That hasn't. That releases. What, what is the date today? It releases in ten days on the twenty seventh. But yeah, I don't. I don't preferably like to watch myself. Like I've gotten a few free DVDs from my company, from Falcon, and my boyfriend has. I hid them, and he found them, and he he's watched <laughs> them. <laughs> and I'm like, he's what the exploded hell? to you already. Yeah, he likes to watch them, and I'm like, please don't watch me. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, so it's quite interesting. <laughs> How old were you when you saw a porn film for the first time? Because I know that you mentioned that you were a bit of a pornaholic. Oh, God. Uh, do you remember AOL and the, the dial-up way back in the day? <laughs> all that, the noisy stuff, that it, all that crap that it took just to get online. And yes. it took like a billion hours just to download a song. Yes. Oh my God. I I when we first got dial up, I I was trying to I I was trying to look up porn like right away, but it took forever. And I would just look at stills. I wouldn't even you know look at movies or anything because it took forever. So I don't know. God, I don't even know when dial up came out in the nineties, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I I was I was fairly young. Um, Johnny V was a nasty little perv. I want to say grade school. I want to say grade school. I can't even tell you how old I was because I was so young. But yeah, after dial up, I started I started getting into the movies and watching, and I'd just be in my parents' basement all the time on the computer, like jerking off. <laughs> I believe it. Yep. So that's where it all started. <laughs> now it's time for the big question, a question Uh-oh. I'm sure all of your hardcore fans and supporters are dying to know. <laughs> How much is Johnny V packing? Oh my god. Well, my my dick is growing, if you can believe it. <laughs> oh my. I usually you put a little like the chia pet powder on it or something, and <laughs> now it's growing. It's weird. I'm like I used to tell people I was seven and a half, but I'm I'd say I'm in between seven and a half and eight inches. On a really good day, I could get up to eight inches. <clears throat> the pop shot is very important in a scene. You gotta have that somewhat of a decent load for the camera so my question for you is do you do anything in particular to make sure that you have a a decent pop are you the type of person that you know likes to eat certain things take certain supplements do you try to abstain from doing stuff but when you know a scene is coming up you know i 
It's funny you ask that. I I usually just I try not to I try not to come for you know a good week before a scene, but sometimes that's difficult. Because <laughs> um, I'm a pretty horny guy. No kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, Italian, I'm, I'm shocked. It's that Italian blood, Poppy. <laughs> but I um. I have discovered zinc. I, I started taking these the zinc capsules, and ever since I started taking the capsules, I've noticed my cum shot to be extremely like full, and it actually helps me. You know, it's it's a it's a bigger pop shot, and I kind of get a little bit more distance on it. Believe it or not. All right, now so, we're going to send you to the Olympics. It's kind of interesting, and I it's kind of scary because I was like, I used to be able to clear a room when I was younger, but <laughs> that, those days are long gone. <laughs> but the zinc definitely helps. It increases your load, which I never knew. So I've been, you know, I take that on a daily basis. That's like one of my daily vitamins to take now. Very cool. Listeners, take notes. Yes, yes. <laughs> right now, I want to shift focus a little bit and talk about your official website, AmericanMuscleHunks.com. Yes. Tell our listeners a little bit about the site and what they should expect from it uh, if they were to join and become a member. Well, I will tell you this. We started that our website. I own it with my boyfriend, Joey D., we started, we, all, we got the idea from the camming, right? That's where it all originated. You know, we wanted to create something a little bit different from live cam feeds. You know, we might, we might be exploring that a little bit later. But our website is, it, it started off focusing more on muscle worship, you know, muscle flex shows, people who are really into, you know, muscle it, it gets them off you know um there's a definite market out there for it and we've learned that through the webcaming site and the muscle worship sites um that's where it all started but as we're progressing the many customers that we get and fans they they want more hardcore you know and when you watch some of these muscle worship videos that are out there, aside from our website, you know, it's mostly like worship, worship, worship. There's two parties in the video. Worship, worship, worship. And then there's like a blowjob or a sex scene at the end, you know? So we've been we've just recently started going more hardcore because that's what the market's asking for. Um, and we've gotten plenty of emails and feedback from fans and customers, and they want more hardcore scenes. So we've been going in that direction, and we're actually due to relaunch our website um, in approximately a week. So, and that's going to be in conjunction with the scene that comes out. What, for Falcon Studios that me and my boyfriend uh, filmed for. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Uh, so, yeah, that's something to look forward to. But the website is, you know, it's not only me and my boyfriend. It's, I mean, we're on there, but we have, you know, we're starting to get more mainstream. I've been flying models in. Um, 
we have a, a variety of models on the website who are, you know, physically fit and we give them the opportunity to work with myself or my boyfriend in a scene. Um, but we're really pushing it and we're really trying to grow and become, you know, come, you know, we, we just LLC'd the site, so, or the business that we have. Um, so that's really exciting. So it's legit now. Yeah, thank you. It's it's legit, and we just want it to blow up even more. I mean, we're we're on the up and up, and we just we're excited to relaunch because you know we got a new developer, and it's it's going to be an awesome awesome setup from what he's shown us so far. So everybody should be on the lookout a week from today, on the twenty seventh of February. Exciting. Can't yes, wait. Sir. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So how long in total has the site been up and running? Um God, we've been it's been about two and a half years. Thank you, Joey D. Yeah, I know. Did you hear him in the background? Yes. He's like coaching me. <laughs> I was gonna say three years, but approximately two and a half. <laughs> okay. Sounds cool. And Basically, as you mentioned, the transition from a more muscle worshipy site to featuring like the more hardcore solo and, and even hardcore sex, it, it mm-hmm. was uh, a result of like viewer feedback, right? User feedback, subscriber yes. feedback. Completely. I mean, it's it basically it's still muscle oriented. So in like these duo scenes that we do, you know, we have one guy, one model worshiping the other model's muscles and then that just segues into you know, oral or anal, I mean there's just a wide variety on the website Sounds good, and what can they expect from the site as far as with these new changes that are going to be implemented in the next couple of days? Um God, I would definitely say better, better graphics. Um, it's going to be accessible on, you know, cell phones more easily. You know, nice. we, don't, we don't have an app yet, but, oh, we don't even need an app. Joey D is telling me. Joey D works a lot more with the developer than I do. I'm basically in charge of, you know, booking models and new talent for our site. But... I do know that it's going to be accessible on everybody's cell phone. It's going to be, you know, you don't have to hit a button where it says full version. It mm-hmm. shrinks down to the size of your cell phone. It's just automatically there and it's it's going to be it's going to be really cool. We got some we got a cool landing page. Um and we actually have I've been booking models like crazy, believe it or not. So we have a lot of new talent coming your way and it's uh going to be really exciting we got some hot scenes that we've already recorded we're just waiting for the relaunch so we could we could share all of these juicy hot scenes with our clientele and customer customer base <laughs> fantastic sounds exciting shout out to joey d yes <laughs> speaking of joey d let's talk about relationships okay do you find it at all difficult to be in a romantic relationship while working in the gay adult industry or because of uh, sort of the the type of relationship that, that you've been experiencing, you know, with his sort of comfort in 
watching you, uh, you know, have sex with other people and, you know, having a couple of threesomes here and there and doing the camming and all that kind of stuff. Does having a partner that kind of understands where your mindset is as far as like the business, does that make the, you know, having a romantic relationship easier than, than not? You know, I, it was hard at first. It was kind of, you know, new territory and, you know, he supported me in exploring this industry, but it was kind of rocky. You know, I'm, I'm typically a jealous person. I used to be a jealous person in the past. I mean, that's just something that I grew up with. And, you know, my father was a jealous man of my mother. You know, I've, I've lived through certain experiences and, you know, I, I'll be honest, I've learned, I've learned to get that under control and, you know, whereas I would like get jealous, um, I got some trying to call me, um, whereas I, I would be, you know, jealous if uh, Joey D was giving some other guy more attention than me at a party. I mean, I've really done a lot of work with myself personally and with him and I've totally gotten past that point the industry was kind of I mean towards the beginning yeah it was kind of rocky but we're in love it's ridiculous because the last like most recently I'd say about three or four weeks ago it's weird we've totally completely like fallen back in love all over again and you know, it just kind of clicked, you know, these third parties don't really matter. You know, it's just, it's me and him. We're in, we're in it for the long run. Um, and I know that he loves me and I love him and that's never going to change. It's just, we're like on a higher level. Um, but like I said, at the beginning, it was kind of, it was kind of rough. It was difficult, you know, because if he was off doing all this, I would have a huge problem with it. You know, I'd be like, oh, God, you know, because here's the thing. Whereas he likes to watch me, like, you know, have relations on, on screen. I really don't care to watch him perform with anybody else aside from me. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of selfish in that retrospect. But, I mean, I'm, I'm coping with it. You know, it's still it's a process because, you know, I, I kind of look at him as my territory. You know, this is my man. You know, and looking at the bigger picture, it's kind of helped me. It's like, okay, we're in love. You know, this sex is just sex. This is work, you know, because that was the difficult thing. He could separate sex from love, whereas in the beginning stages of our relationship, I couldn't do that. I was strictly, I would, my love making and my sex was all intertwined into one. So... After filming the first scene that I did with Ryan Rose, I came home and I told my boyfriend, I said, you know, this is really, I can totally separate the two now. I can separate the sex from the love because this was obviously just a job. It was a lot of work. It wasn't like, oh yeah, I fell in love with my co-star. You know, I got there. We had sex. That was it. And it was a lot of work. So I came home with the mindset that, hey, I can separate the two. So I've, I've really grown from it, the experience. And, I mean, just having that comfort that, you know, 
I know my boyfriend loves me and that I love him is very soothing to me. Nice. Look at Johnny B getting all Dr. Phil on us. I know. God, it's so, I'm so complicated. It's unbelievable. (laughs) I love it. So since we're talking about sex, let's talk about the first time you had it. Let's go back in time. Let's jump into the DeLorean and let's talk a bit about how you lost your virginity. Oh, Lordy. DeLorean. <laughs> um, God, I was, I will tell you this, I was 18 years old when I first had relations with a girl and with a guy. So I just kind of dove into that Look as well. at you, spreading yeah. your seed in, in different ponds. Yeah, I mean, I used to have <laughs> girlfriends when I was younger, but here's the funny thing. The girl who I, who I first had sex with, she seduced me. I wasn't even looking for it. We used to work together, and after work one day, she invited me over, and she basically tried to get me drunk and seduced me. And before I know it, I'm in her bed, and she's riding me, and I'm like, okay. But no, I didn't even finish. Like, that was, I had to, like, I think my mother called right in the middle of us having relations, and I was like, oh, very sexy. Yeah, I was like, oh, I got to go. Dummy me answers the phone. I was young and stupid, so I'm like, yeah. What's all that noise in the back? Yeah, because I really wasn't wasn't looking for it to begin with, you know? I was just sort of like an open book in my, you know, teens. So that happened. And then later on I met, I met, it was weird. It was at my junior, senior prom. I I was a senior. This guy was a junior. Um, but he didn't go to my school. He, he was one of my good friends dates to this dance. Oh, and you had a date too. And I had a date who was Uh a girl. And then both of you at the after party, we ended Uh up hooking up at the after party and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. In like a closet? Well, we sort of had like a three way. It was weird. We were like, everybody was making out with everybody. It was like, I was making out with one of my other girlfriends um, who was just a friend. We always get drunk and make out. We were just like make out partners. Um, but she wanted to like do a three-way make out. And it started with that. And there was heavy petting going on. Then she left and went to bed. And him and I continued to fuck around. And after that, we started hanging out. But I was still in my transition period and part of me kind of like shunned that away for a little bit because other other stuff happened and it was just kind of like, oh, do I really want to go down this path? But that's when I first had, that's when I first had sex with a guy and I was the first one to be, I was, I was the bottom then even. Uh, Johnny B, you were born to be a bottom. It hurt so much. I was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, that was the first time I had relations with a guy and a girl. Wow. And we kind of saw each other on and off after we first hooked up, me and that guy. Uh Yeah. So it was pretty – it was fun. Did you get the chance to top him? Um, God, I – can't even I can't even remember. I don't think I ever really topped him to be honest with you. I'm trying to think. Some of it I blocked out. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I'm sure I I'm sure I got it in at least once or twice. 
Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Oh God, quirky about myself. I'm very, I'm very. God, I'm trying to think. Quirky. Um. I'm, I'm like, I'm very OCD. I'm very clean. I don't know if that's exactly quirky, but okay, you're like germaphobic or or clean. Not germaphobic. In a different way. Like, you know, I like everything in its place. Okay, okay. You like things organized. Yeah, I like to clean. Like, it's really weird. I'm like, (laughs) I know what it's from, too. You know, my father's side's Italian. My mother's side is Polish. I mean, look at that right there. We're both very clean people, you know. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. I... Everybody thinks I'm nuts the way I okay. clean. So if like, Joey D like comes from comes home from the gym and he leaves like I don't know some like you know dirty towel on the floor, you flip out. Well, I pick it up. Okay. <laughs> he's, it's it's funny because he's like the college kid in the house, and I'm always cleaning. You're up. the headmaster. Yeah, I just tell him, don't worry about the dishes. I'll do them. I like to do them my way. I know they're clean. I just. It's weird. I'm I'm just like a freak sometimes about the the cleaning and tidying up. I'd rather do it than have somebody else do it. <laughs> well, there you go. Yep. <laughs> Describe yourself in 10 words or less. God, 10 words or less. Well, I'm definitely I'm loud. I'm funny. Um I like to laugh a lot. Um, I always try and put humor into, into every situation in my life. Um, sometimes I even have a nervous laugh. I tell people, um, what else? I'm extremely athletic. I love to work out. That's where my heart is. That's where my passion is. Um, and I like meeting new people. I like making money. I'm just a very, I'm an all around good guy. Um, and most of my good friends and most of my fans know that. <laughs> I think that was more than 10 words, but I'll I take know, it. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it was just flowing, Poppy. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I, I approve. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yes. So as we start getting close to the end of the interview, I have this list of five questions that are basically designed to allow your fans and supporters to get to know some of your favorites. These are like pop culture oriented questions. So the first one in this set is what are five of your most favorite television shows? Now this can be a list of five of your current favorites, or this could be sort of like an all time favorite list. I just need five of your favorite TV shows. Oh, Lord. <laughs> this is where the gay really comes out. <laughs> I like... God. I'll just leave it general. I'll, I'll leave it... Be honest. Well, I'll be honest. I'll leave it general, though. I like I like The Real Housewives. I'm obsessed with it. Which, uh, uh, which cast do you enjoy I, the most? I like all of them, but my favorites are New Jersey and Atlanta. Okay. Are you Team Kenya or Team Nini? I'm God. I'm Team Nini all the way. <laughs> I can't. Kenya's kind of fake, but Nini's kind of a bitch, which I love. It works for so her. So nasty and so rude. <laughs> yeah, but she's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I like The Real Housewives. Um, 
I'm stuck on Mob Wives. I love that on VH1. Um, what else? Oh, I like Pawn Stars. I'm addicted to that. Um, Empire. It's a new series. Team Cookie. Yeah, oh, my God. I love her. She's hilarious. And I was a movie extra on that show, so I started watching it because of that. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what else? One more. I... I'd say The Secretary with Tay Leone. You ever watch that one? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's called Madam, Madam Secretary. Madam Secretary, yeah. Yeah, that one's a good one. I, I really enjoy that one as well. For the listeners out there, in which episode of Empire could they have seen you in? I was in the second episode. Towards the end of the episode, it was... I was at the club, in the background. I was supposed to be... a. I was... A couple with another guy and we were just flirting in the background i was sitting on a chair drinking a cocktail <laughs> and i was laughing go figure <laughs> no kidding okay yeah. so you weren't trying to seduce jamal or anything no not at all i didn't even see him <laughs> okay <laughs> who are four of your all-time favorite music artists oh god you're killing me with this one i'm so bad with names um. Oh my God. I have no idea. Um. I do like Sam Smith. I've really grown accustomed to his work. Uh, just recently, I like him. I like. God. I like Madonna's new song. Um. I'm really not. Not. I'm really not like a huge Madonna fan, but some of her work I like. I enjoy it. Um, Janet Jackson, I really love Janet Jackson. I wish that she would come back and do more stuff. Um, I like a lot of old school stuff. I like Michael Jackson. I like, God. Well, that's four right there. All right, good. That works. (laughs) (laughs) I just like a lot of variety. (laughs) What are three of your most favorite films? Three of my most favorite films. Oh, God. Mm, I would say Iron Man. I love all the Marvel stuff. I'm like addicted to it. I'd say Iron Man, The Avengers, and I'd probably have to say like Die Hard because I'm a big Bruce Willis fan. Okay, good choices. Mm-hmm. What are two foods you can't live without? Oh my god, I'd have to say. A cheeseburger and pizza. <laughs> it's my fat girl coming out. <laughs> and what is one of your guilty pleasures? Guilty pleasures. I... My guilty pleasure. Oh, God. Poppy, what are you doing to me? <laughs> my guilty pleasures is, I guess, I, ice cream. I love ice cream. And a lot of people don't think that's in my diet, but I enjoy like an ice cream bar after my dinner. <laughs> Ooh, what kind? Just like one of those, like, if, you know, it's, I don't even know what they're called. It's a white, white ice cream covered in, you know, dipped in chocolate hard covering on a okay. stick. So like a fudge bar or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> What's next? Wait, what'd you say? 
I said a dream bar. There I don't you know. go. <laughs> it's Johnny V's dream bar. <laughs> what's next for Johnny V? What can the listeners expect from you in the near future? What's going to be released? What's upcoming? Upcoming. Well, we just we just filmed. God, I don't even know the name of the movie. Um, we just filmed the the two scenes I did with Sebastian Cross and uh, Billy Santoro. I, like I said, I don't know the name of the movie. Um, my boyfriend and I are featured though on this production that's coming out on the twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. It's called it's called Fuckhole. That's the name of the movie. Um, Which was that, it was named in your honor. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, it's funny. The director, the director posted a picture still from it on Twitter, and he he put in the caption. He said, "I should name this movie Fuck Yeah instead of Fuck Hole because this is an ongoing joke now that I say Fuck Yeah a lot in my scenes, uh. and I do I do know I do. That's like my I." My tagline. <laughs> Listeners, if if you're 18 years and older, or I should say 21 or older, start using that as a drinking game. Right? I know, right? Every time Johnny V says, fuck yeah, you drink. Exactly. <laughs> but um, that's, you could, that's up and coming um, in conjunction with the release of our, my, our new website, me and my mm-hmm. boyfriend. Um, and, you know, I have some special appearances coming up. I've been really trying to network in that in that field. You know, I want to do some more special appearances, and I've been putting myself out there and making, you know, certain connections where I could just network the club scene, special appearances, and, like, go-go gigs. I'm a big go-go dancer. Um, but I have a... I have a, an appearance in Houston at F-Bar next month. Um, I want to say mid-March. And then right after that, I have an appearance in West Virginia at this club called Vice Versa, which is literally like back-to-back with the F-Bar appearance. So I'll be in Houston, and then from Houston, they're flying me to West Virginia. So those are pretty exciting, and just kind of networking that territory and seeing what I could do with that. Sounds good. Yes, How sir. can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social media, and, and get, hook them up with your official website again? All right. Uh, our official website is it's www.americanmusclehunks.com. Um, you could, they could reach me via email. It's johnnyv at americanmusclehunks.com. Um, what else? I, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Um, my feed is usually Johnny V underscore muscle on majority of those social media feeds. Um, Instagram, same way, Johnny at Johnny V underscore muscle. Um, I'm on Tumblr. Just look for Johnny V muscle, baby. (laughs) Keeping it simple. Yes, sir. (laughs) Well, Johnny V, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters out there? I would like to say thank you to all my friends, fans, all of everybody who supports me. It's amazing how many people I've acquired through like Twitter. And it's just unbelievable. I, I, I can't thank everybody enough. Um, it's just, it's an honor to, you know, 
see how many people look up to me and you know you know just want to talk and like be friends and whatnot so i i just want to send a huge thanks to everybody and i appreciate the friendships i've made over the years and i look forward to more friends from here on out <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Johnny B. You were fantastic, and the door is certainly open for another interview in the near future. Sweet. I'm excited. <laughs> Definitely. Listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One on One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One on One with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com forward slash poppychulo radio and like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash poppychulo radio. With that, Johnny V and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night.